One of the biggest lessons that God's been teaching me is to stop spiritualizing, over-spiritualizing my dysfunctions. Never blame the devil. I just feel like that's a rule of thumb. Like never blame the devil because it takes away your ability to learn, to grow, to maximize ownership in your progress and pursuit. And you can't do anything if you're blaming other people. You can blame people but you will never have divine change. Welcome to the Matt Droguette Show, where our mission is to see emotionally healthy humans go viral. Now let's face it, we all wanna live as the most authentic, created expression of ourselves that we were made to be, but we can't do that if we're coping with porn or self-sabotaging our potential. So my goal in this podcast is to get you the answers you need so you can live the life you want. Please subscribe and enjoy. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the show. I saw a hilarious meme the other day that my wife sent me, and it said, <laughs> it said, stop blaming the devil. Your life right now sucks, not because the devil is attacking you, but because you have made some terrible decisions. And it made me really, really laugh and I love like sacrilegious, sacrilegious humor, whatever you want to call it. I tote the line. I'm on the dark side a little bit. But I think it's hysterical because a lot of people struggle with the devil, the big bad wolf, the one that is meant to be disarmed and defeated. So he's supposed to have no arms and no feet. Get it? Disarmed defeated. He's got none of them. All right. So it's just kind of like a corpse hanging around, but we give him so much power, so much credit, and we really, really struggle and we get stuck. So I want to riff with you guys for a few moments. Every time I say this, this is going to be a short episode. You guys just draw out more from me, but I'm promising you I got to go pee. So we're going to keep this short. Now, this isn't everything I have to say on the subject, but it is a couple thoughts. And I think the reason why I talk um, either quickly or you know, make my episodes around 20 minutes. I did a poll once on Instagram where some of you guys wanted to have it be like longer episodes. Some of you guys wanted shorter. So we're kind of meeting in the middle, but hopefully it's going to be a little shorter one to whet your appetite. Um, I see a lot of Christians go wrong and by, by Christians, I mean m myself included where I've gone wrong over the years because I would blame the devil for everything, dude. I remember a fight my wife and I had when we were first married. It was a, it was a big fight. Um, you know, I know Christians will say that they've never had a fight with their spouse in their life or whatever. I'm just going to be honest say, dude, I've had fights. We've had many disagreements, many problems, many, you know, swearing, yelling back and forth, um, because we just had a, came from really gnarly dysfunctional pasts, you know, at homes and families. And so we had a lot of stuff to work through. And I remember when we were first married, I remember I, I didn't have great character. I said things I didn't mean, vice versa. And I just felt so much shame and discouragement. I came to my wife like a few hours later and I just said, babe, I know what's going on. <laughs> I look back at this scenario and I laugh and I was like, I know what's going on right now. And she's like, well, what happened? Like, what was really going on with you? And I said, I think it's the devil. I said, he is threatened by our marriage and by our connection and he does not want us to be married, you know? So I, I think that he's trying to attack us right now. And of course, you know, she's a good listener. So she takes my leadership for it. And I'm dying laughing now looking back because I would over-spiritualize all my dysfunctions. You know, I would blame the devil for things because I did not know how to take ownership. And I would like to propose the idea that people who are radically overly spiritual, and I mean that in a negative way, not in like a really helpful, beautiful way like Jesus was, because Jesus always operated out of ownership. He always wanted the Pharisees and disciples and everyone to take full ownership. You know, he got mad at the, at the disciples when they couldn't cast out you know, a little epileptic boy. They could not heal him and he rebuked them. He's like, take ownership over ye of little faith. Like, how long do I got to be with you? How long do I got to bear with you guys? And he got frustrated with them. My point is, is Jesus loved ownership. 
but the religious spirit, shame does not. And so a lot of people cling to religion and love God or what religion has to offer because it offers an escape for them. It offers a scapegoat to void the responsibility where we blame the devil and we say that he's the reason for all these terrible things in our lives. And we're like, the devil's tempting me. The devil did this. The devil's on my back. You know, like he's personally coming to me. And I'm like, if you want to just look at it, even biblically, like he's not omniscient. He's not omnipotent. He doesn't know all things and he can't be everywhere all at one point in time. You know, he can only be isolated to one. If you want to go that route, you know, he's isolated to one specific place at a time. And of the billions of people on the planet, you're telling me that he's just sticking with you. Are you kidding me that you're so special that all the other people, they have no excuse because the devil's not on them, but he's on you chronically all day, every day. The point of what this whole idea and the meme here that it's like, stop blaming the devil, you know, for how terrible your life is. Realize that you've just made some terrible decisions. It's not spiritual warfare. You know, I think that was the point of the meme actually. It was like, hey, stop blaming the devil and calling this spiritual warfare. Your life currently sucks because you've made terrible decisions. End of story. And I think that's amazing and awesome because the truth is, is that until we take full true ownership of our lives, we will always try to find an escape. We will always try to blame and cast it off and be the victim rather than the victor. We would rather be the victim of a situation and scenario rather than the valor because we don't understand that there's things that we can do. And I said to my wife, you know, I was like, yeah, it's the devil's fault. He doesn't want us to be married and connected. And which is true. But the truth is, is that the devil, you know, may have hit you once, maybe one time, let's just give an argument's sake, but you've been hitting yourself chronically ever since. And so he may have planted the seed of shame of un being unworthy, not being good enough. And now we sow those seeds religiously. We water them. We always try to find ways to prove to ourselves that we're not good enough, that people are out to get us, that people's intentions are impure, you know, and I always laugh because I get a lot of, um, let me just call it courtesy mail to say it kindly. Really, it's hate mail, you know, people saying really mean and disrespectful things to me on the line. But in their courtesy mail, what I realize is that they are saying things about me that A, are fictitious and not true, but B, they're saying this because they are giving a projection of what they think about all these types of people. So like, for example, I used to have beliefs that I was like, anyone you know, uh, I remember one of our, one of my pastors growing up, he had a little bit of money and I wanted to rip his head off. I was like, you jerk. I was like, there's people dying in Africa and look at you over there. And so I just assumed everyone that had money was a jerk because they weren't willing to share. I didn't understand that poor people are poor because they have poor mindsets and belief systems and that they have scarcity mentalities that lack is a mindset and a perspective. Um, and that growth and abundance is also a perspective and that God, you know, we, we only, our dollars are either going to the kingdom of light or darkness, which team do you want them to be on? Well, obviously we want as much money in, in the, in the hands of those in the kingdom so that we can use them as soldiers to go out and accomplish missions and purposes and help create better lives for people. I didn't understand that. So when I'm online and people see me, you know, saying or doing things, they're throwing me into, um, a bucket of a, a bunch of other people. So they're projecting all of, you know, their past pain and their experience on me. They're saying that I must be this type of person because I represent this sort of thing. My point is here is that there's no ownership. And then they'll over-spiritualize it. My favorite is when, that's not my favorite, is when people tell me that like the devil's just attacking them. That's why they haven't quit porn yet. And I'm just like, okay, but the problem with that is I can't help you. I can't get the devil off your back. If he's on it, he's on it. You got to learn how to work with it and deal with it. But if you can realize that the devil's not on your back, that you're on your back, he's not hating you, you're hating you, he's not telling you you're not enough, you're telling yourself you're not enough, you can actually take ownership and responsibility over your life and start 
making changes. So most people, a lot of people will say that they're under spiritual warfare and under attack with every area in their life, not just porn, but so many areas because they don't know how to actually create change because they've not been empowered. But ironically, the empowerment they want, they're like, okay, once I'm empowered and change happens, then I'll take responsibility. The irony is it's opposite is personal responsibility. I'd say, sorry, change and empowerment is predicated upon personal responsibility and ownership. So you will never change the direction of your life until you take ownership, which is own your ship, lead your ship. So hopefully um, that's helpful for you. But one of the biggest lessons that God's been teaching me is to stop spiritualizing, over-spiritualizing my dysfunctions. Never blame the devil. I just feel like that's a rule of thumb, like never blame the devil because it takes away your ability to learn, to grow to maximize ownership in your progress and pursuit. And you can't do anything if you're blaming other people. You can blame people, but you will never have divine change. But you can take ownership over everything in your life, and then you can change it all. Because otherwise, you strip yourself of your power, you put it in the hands of another individual, and you're giving your power away to other people chronically. And that's no way for a child of God to live their life, is trying to give away their power. The Lord came back from the dead to give you your power. You were born again to reign again, R-E-I-G-N. You were born again to reign again, not to suffer again. So th those are a few thoughts um, that I have for you. Now, a lot of these things, you know, we'll get into it more probably on other episodes, but I just want to give a fast little caveat and riff with you guys here to encourage you today. Um, what would it look like for you to stop spiritualizing your dysfunction, your pains and your problems. Like I was talking to a guy yesterday, crap, you guys are pulling this out of me. I don't think I'm going to keep this short, but I hope I will. And I was just like, okay, so what's your strategy for quitting porn? He's like, I'm going to put my phone in, you know, away from my room, give it to my parents. Like my mom and dad told me to do. I said, cool. I said, has that worked for you yet? And he said, no. I said, so what makes you think it's going to work now? He's like, it's probably not. And I said, cause yeah, what are you going to do about, you know, you might be able to hand in your phone at night, but how are you going to hand in your lust and your fantasy and your heart that's going back to this place of fantasy within you to masturbate and, you know, screw up and self-sabotage? And then he basically said, well, I'm just going to give it to God and believe that he will take this from me. And I just said, cool. Haven't you been praying that for years? And he said, yes. And I said, and has it been working? And he says, no. Then I said, okay, maybe have you thought about the idea that you're over-spiritualizing your dysfunction and that you can't give God your lust and your fantasy and your urges because it doesn't work that way. This isn't, you know, like a butler and you just give it to God and all of a sudden he takes away your dirty dishes for you. I said, what's more powerful? Having someone clean up your dirty dishes for you so that you're enabled and you don't know how to clean up any mess ever that you see in your life. Or if God were to show you how to clean up your messes, how to deal with your urges and temptation. And to that, he was like, yeah, it'd be much more powerful for me to learn it. So I think sometimes we over-spiritualize a lot and we ask God to do things for us that we need to do ourselves. And then we blame the devil um, for things that we don't do ourselves. Do you notice that? We blame God and we're upset with God for not doing the thing that we know we can do on our own. Or we blame the devil because we didn't do the thing that we wanted to do. And so we're caught up in this fantasy land of no one is taking ownership because God's not going to take ownership over your life. The devil's definitely not going to take ownership of your life. And if you're not taking ownership over your life, well, then you are being ran by everything and everybody around you. You're a master. Everyone and everything is your master. And, and you are the master of nothing, especially your self. Hopefully this encourages you. Share this with a friend. Um, as a fast little note, we are creating an app. Oh my goodness. It is going to be off the charts. It's coming soon. Stay tuned in the next, maybe like couple months, a month or two or three, 
we'll let it be a surprise. Um, but I'm making this and to serve you, to help you. I think it's going to give so much value to your life. And I'm really, really excited about it. Um, that's all you need to know for now is just planting some seeds with you that we are making an app and it's absolutely bonkers. I look at it in the, in the process of its growth um, almost day by day here and I get so giddy and excited as I'm building it and creating it for you guys. And remember, go out, go change the world, go live your life, but remember to live this life before you leave this life. I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace. Mm -hmm.